0: Dom grinned. The pilot obviously knew where his passengers hailed from, because more than once he compared the Hawaiian landscapes to landmarks in Tokyo and New York. He had a knack for putting things in perspective. "'Might be rain,' the pilot said, pointing at black clouds on the horizon. He looked at his watch. "'Ah, you folks are in luck. It's almost noon, so we'll be the last tour to see the Wall of Tears up close.' What happens after 12? Tom asked, shouting even though everyone could hear him clearly over the headphones. He spoke the same way when talking on Sandy's cell phone. I'm kind of a neoludite, ludite he often explained. The wind picks up, the pilot said. Makes it impossible to approach the cliff. Tom sat back, imagining a strong gust slamming the helicopter against a rock wall like a toy. He glanced at Sandy, but she was too busy admiring the cinder cones below. He decided to hold his tongue. Sandy had been in copters before and would know if something was wrong. The helicopter moved toward a narrow enclosure of cliffs, a box canyon covered in dense vegetation. A stream cut its way through the verdant floor below, trailing in a white ribbon from the back wall. Dozens of waterfalls streamed six hundred feet down the cliff springing directly from the stone in some kind of magic trick. "'The water comes out of ancient lava tubes,' the pilot explained. Sandy nodded, and the Japanese woman pulled the white handkerchief higher on her forehead, as if to keep it from obstructing her sight. Her husband snapped photographs through the window. The pilot said, "'Legend has it that the gods poked their fingers into the cliffs and made the earth cry.' A gust of wind jolted the helicopter. The Japanese woman screamed and everyone grabbed their armrests. What was that? Sandy asked once the bird had settled. The pilot did not look back. some of that wind I was telling you about. We're all right. Just can't stay here too much longer. Let's- Another gust of wind shook the copter, this time more violently. Tom's stomach flopped. I I think we've seen enough, he said, knuckles white as he held on. The pilot nodded. I think you're right, Tom. Now, the way I get out of here is to put the copter in reverse, but at first it'll feel like we're going upside down. Don't worry, though. Be happy. Everybody ready? All four tourists nodded. They didn't have much choice. The terrain was uneven, jagged, full of ridges, valleys, and ravines. No place to land a helicopter. The pilot hit a few switches and pulled back on the cyclic stick and collective pitch lever angling downward to get out of the narrow canyon suddenly a powerful wind shear slammed into them and the helicopter veered sideways causing everyone to strain against the seat belts the pilot tried to adjust but the gust of wind was too severe and too sudden it hit the vehicle at the most vulnerable time in the maneuver and the engine cut out like a bird shot from the sky the helicopter fell the pilot said shit He pulled back on the stick, trying to regain control of the copter. In the back seat, Sandy and Tom looked out their windows as they rushed toward the ground. She clutched his hand. Jesus Christ! Tom! I can't believe this is happening! A dissociated part of him realized how stupid he sounded, how inane. His brain fired in so many directions he only caught flutters and vague impressions of his thoughts. If he died, the price of his paintings would skyrocket. He would never paint again, would never begin the last painting in his series, The Phoenix, a golden, fiery building unfolding from the ash pit of Ground Zero, a theme of hope. And Sandy, she would never wear her wedding gown, would never win her Peabody Award. The pilot grabbed the handset on the two-way radio. Tom heard his distress call, heard the other passengers screaming in a mishmash of Japanese and English curses, all far away and unimportant mayday mayday this is n6037 we're going down mayday mayday this is n6037 we're at the wall of tears and we've lost power we're going down the helicopter picked up speed rocketing toward the plant-covered rocks it crashed through trees tipping tilting it smashed into the ground branches shattered the windshield into a million glittering gems then silence, the tick of cooling metal.